0: you guys i know you guys missed me on um what was that not yesterday but day before yesterday again you guys i did a podcast on my instagram i pretty much told you guys how i felt about 2020 i've been kind of going back and forth about if i wanted to come on here and put it on here as well so i may just do that tomorrow or whatever um anyway you guys i wanted to get into this podcast i hope everybody they was good mine was long dragged out a little bit but it was okay it was good I'm healthy I'm alive I am here my kids are good everybody's good so it was a great day I hope you guys um again is having a fantastic day and I hope you guys vibe with me today on my podcast um I have a special guest which is one of my best friends we go back a long time you want to introduce yourself
1: you already know what's happening it's your boy
0: easy money in this thing good <laughs> all right you guys um easy he is a rapper um we're pretty much gonna get into um talking about um from the time he grew up into what got him started to rap um you know different struggles um different things like that um anything Any, you know, advice he can give um, people out there that's thinking about rapping or singing or anything like that. So we are going to start. All right. So let's get into this podcast. So easy. Tell me, how was life growing up for you?
1: Life growing up for me was hard. And I'm not just saying that because I am a rapper. I know you probably heard that from every rapper in Atlanta or around Atlanta outskirts. But I really came from that. I like, really came from busted windows and sleeping with rats and roaches and have to wake up in the morning and and take pans and warm water just to take a bath. I really came from that. So I t- t- tell them the struggle is like, that's the struggle to me. So I ask people like, what is your struggle? You know, what is the struggle? Because some people's struggle is not different. is different than my struggles. All so, right, I and, had it tough.
0: <laughs> right, and let me ask you, what, where are you originally from?
1: Me, yeah, I'm from Atlanta, but me, I'm a country boy, so I'm not gonna just say Atlanta. I'm from Stark Bridge, Henry County, aka the the bridge, you know, <laughs> the, the 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 country country. And mm. you know, that's where my family's from. Half of my daddy's side Stay right there till this day behind Food Depot. Like they, everybody knows. Mr. I am Mister Tussie.
0: all right okay okay and um let me just ask you so why did you choose rap like you could have chose anything you could have been a doctor a a, um teacher you know any you know just to name a few like out of all the things out there that you could have been why did you choose to rap well it all started i don't
1: know it started way back like tupac i I, started with tupac my mom my grandma used to play Tupac all the time, Me, forty, she was just into music, which like me, I was the grandson that was around her all. I basically stayed with this lady because she she took care of me growing up. So she basically put me on music. So by the time I got like in middle school, I was, no, let's let's take it back. When I got in fifth grade, I already knew like music. I wanted to do something with music. So I got in band. I didn't want to do no singing. So I knew chorus was not the move for me. So I was like, well, "Let me, let me, let me try a band." So I, I like, I just fell in love with band. I just like, I like music. And then when drumline came out, it made me even want to play music even more. So I, I, my whole high school career, I was in band. You know, just I just music. It's just music to me. It's just my life. Like I got, to, like every day I got to listen to music. I got to play music. I got to. I
0: just got to hear music. It, it keeps me going. Right. So, how would you say, um, you know, like, how how did you deal with, you know, gaining friends and losing friends from it? Because I've seen a lot of documentaries where you know rappers talk about friends that they had growing up, and then as they start to move along, you know, and it don't necessarily have to be where. I mean, for some of them, it was about them, you know, becoming famous X, Y, and Z. Uh, and for some people, it's not—it's not just about, you know, being a rapper as well too. But you know, everybody's life tends to go in a different direction. You had any friends that, you know, you lost along the way?
1: Yeah, we lost like I—I I lost one part, one of my partners, and i never this is the only person I ever lost to death, and that's my partner Ammo. Mm-hmm. And like Ammo was like we was, everybody was close to Ammo because like Ammo was the type of person that like even though he was crazy as hell like this person would would die for you like give his shirt for you if you got beat up this person is doing 100 on the highway to come well what what we got to go do what's up you know and so that we lost him to the struggle and then just growing up you don't lose friends you know i'm learning that as a person who 32 years old, you know, still doing music, just still living life, still being in the streets, and just still being around,
0: but you're going to lose friends, so that's with any job or anything that you want to do in life, like, friends going to come and go. Right?
1: right. A person told me, every seven years, old, your friend's going to change, because if you out here, you really going to meet new people, if you traveling and doing all that type of stuff. You meet new friends every day. You meet, you, meet, you meet new people. You know what I'm saying. So your, mm-hmm. your friendships and friends, its constantly going to change. You're going to have a friend that you would there for, be down for, that you probably won't hear from like that. It's just how life is, because everybody got stuff going on. Like once you get older. Right. You right. Know, that's, that's
0: definitely. not kids right. no
1: more.
0: Exactly. So let me ask you, what has what's been your biggest downfall? You think?
1: My biggest downfall is my heart, My being an Aries I'm an Aries and with an Aries we try to save the world before we save ourselves right yeah. so if if somebody calls me with a I'm a messed up I'm in a bad situation it's gonna it's on my heart to figure out what I can do to what we need to do to help you out your situation
0: mm-hmm.
1: and then when that time is for me you know what I'm saying she, them people that you don't help that you, you can't even call them, you know, so it ain't no matter because at the end of the day, Aries heart is, even though people burn us and you know, cross us or, you know, whatever the hell it is, we're still going to get up and do stuff from the heart, it's just, it is. so that's my biggest downfall, Is you know, just always being there, yeah. always being there, you know, it's just like, it's it, it just, it's just Aries, it's just, that's why I tell everybody, even though people say Aries are the most craziest people, we crazy. It's only because if we say we love you and we rock with you. We really mean that shit. So when you burn us across us, yeah, yeah, you shouldn't get the most deadliest, demonest. You shouldn't get all of that <laughs> because we really rock with you. Yeah. And and we can't take hurt of being cross-like that when we, when we give you a thousand percent loyalty. And it's only 30 percent on your end right so they just, but it's life though you know every day you learn every day that you wake up is a lesson learned you know with friends family foes everybody you learn how to deal with people yeah. you, learn, you learn with people you learn with people so you know you just got to keep going you know you're gonna lose friends you're gonna gain friends but at the end of the day just keep going mm. so i wanted to ask too
0: um because I know a lot of people they tend to um, talk about drugs while rapping you talk about drugs in in your music
1: I ain't gonna lie I do because I smoke weed I am a real weed smoker (laughs) for real but it's only because weed kept me humble like I smoke weed because like I got back into it doing the bar all times. with my grandma she married uh, married my granddad he was Jamaican Mm mhm so he never smoked, but he used to always listen to Bob Marley music. So I started listening to music by myself and I just started digging into the Rastafarian lifestyle. And like I was like, damn, they just like they just free people, you know what I'm saying? They just live a free spirit. They just everything they do is just they live like to the full. So I was just like, that's me, you know, so I just started started going about everything. But it wasn't just look cool and nothing like that. I was smoking weed because it calms my nerves. I got a lot of kids and like, I'm constantly thinking about life so when I smoke herb it just helps me just mellow out mm. and it makes me think about stuff but think about stuff and then get to the other end of what we need to be. And you know just being in that growing up in that club life drug life Atlanta like I tell everybody Atlanta raised you way quicker than you're supposed to be. At 17 years old, he was getting in clubs, drinking, popping pills, doing all, and that's 17, you know? Walking straight in the clubs, no problems. So, you know, it's, that's the lifestyle it brings to you, you know, and then everybody's doing it, no matter what. And if somebody know how, somebody know to get what you need in you know, Atlanta, uh, <laughs> drug-wise, weed-wise, pills, it's just, that's the way we come from. Right, but I stopped I stopped doing it a lot. You know, I only rap about just weed and stuff now because, like, I I don't really want to promote because a lot of rappers dying off this stuff too. Yeah, all this syrup, drinking, peel piping, all this, and these folk down. Yeah, yeah. So you
0: know,
1: I, I ain't trying to promote that no more. But it ain't nothing wrong with weed. Everybody smoke. I mean, we in town now, you don't smoke weed. <laughs> right. Course, yeah. We going through some tough times right now. <laughs> yeah,
0: that's that's definitely true. Um, that's what you're right now.
1: <laughs> oh lord. <laughs> Dude, real real Rastafari.
0: I hear you. So let me ask you this. Um why I know now you're um living in Texas. Uh what's that about? Like, you know, why you choose Texas versus uh living in Atlanta? I had to
1: because been living out in Georgia for the longest and it really wasn't nothing going for me like positive wise it was just like I don't know just every day something different it was just a bull jump when you caught up in Atlanta and you really running the streets and you in the jungle because we call it the jungle it ain't no it ain't no humble lifestyle it ain't no easy calm lifestyle so I just wanted a new change I wanted a new scenery and it all started because I, I called myself trying to go drive a truck. So I, I actually started in Iowa. And I went out there and then I got out there for like two months and passed everything except the last thing. It was like general, I, uh, what is it? I can't remember. I think it was like general knowledge or something. And I couldn't pass it and I was so frustrated. I was like very frustrated. I was just like, because I know how smart I am. I'm like, I don't pass all five texts. Why can't I pass the last one? Mm-hmm. And then I, pr- I prayed about the situation and God told me, you were not supposed to be here. This ain't you. This, you ain't no truck driver. And so uh, I, I went and I said, I'm going to take this test one more time. And if I don't take this t- if I fail the test, the to tell folks send me home. So, you know, just trying to get out, trying to leave the streets, doing that, trying to do something different. But, you know, after I got out there and realized this is not for me, like being gone away from home, 14, 15 hours, driving in a truck, got to get these folks stuff, driving on cliffs. Like on mountains, and I was like, "Oh no, nah. <laughs> I don't know." No, nah, I was just, I just wanted a regular a little job, but like, I ain't even need to try. I ain't think it was gonna be this easy,
0: right?
1: So, so I failed, and so I walked into my, home, my t- um my own teacher's um my um teacher's test, and I was just like, "I'm in the classroom," and I was just like, "Look, I, I ain't get it." So y'all can just send me home. So I was like, "Instead of sending me home, can y'all send me to Texas? Cause that's where my girl stayed." And she's like, well, "I don't supposed to do this," but she's like you got a nice heart I seen you in Texas. So I ain't even go back to Georgia. So I stayed in Iowa for three months and I went straight on out there. Okay. And then, so it was like, being out there for 30, I'm talking about 30 to 40 inches of snow, like for real, for real, every day. Mm. And then to like, in less than seconds, sunny, 24 hours, all day was like a change. And once I seen Texas, I was just like, I was just like, oh, I was like a little bit of kid. I was just like, "Oh, this is it." So my, so my girl's like, "Nah, this ain't nothing." You know, she was like let me show you. So she showed me downtown San Antonio. That's what made me want to move to this. And now I've been here six years. Mm. That's the most beautiful place. Like, uh, I'm like from person coming from not seeing like from the hood and not seeing nothing. Like San Antonio changed my life. Mm-hmm. I knew I wanted to come back. I knew that I was like I told her I'm like I'm coming back. I'm coming back. I went home, I got all my paperwork together. I begged my P.O. because she she was nice. I had on, she was like, I was just like, please, I promise you, I won't get in no more trouble. If you just sign these papers, you will never see me in this court or in this town again. And she took my word. She said, all right, I've been see you again. And she signed my paper and said, I've been see you again. And that was it. I jumped on that plane. I've been out here. I mean, I jumped on that Iowa plane. I came out here and then bam know you I mean, were I ever since that's what's up and i love man. it because i, I came i had made so much money like texas is a place where they help you no matter what size you is what color you is what your family your background look nice. you got a tattoo you have a tattoo on the middle of your forehead these people don't care they want to no know care you work mm. and they mm. pay you good money
0: yeah because i hear that Atlanta, you know they judge <laughs>
1: They very, they very they judged. Judged. I they. remember
0: uh, going to, a, not to cut you off, but I remember going to a uh, job fair with one of my girlfriends and, you know, it was working at the airport, uh, working for a TSA and they said no visible tattoos and like, uh-huh. I ain't up reaching my hand out because I actually have five hearts on my hand. And they was like, Mm-mm. and I didn't get the job all because of that. And what made me so mad about it is I go to, I go up there all the time. Now these people got tattoos on their necks, tattoos. I'm like, are you serious? And they turned me down. So it's, it's crazy. That was, yeah. back, that, that was back then because they ain't
1: got no workers. Quick. They got to take who they going take. No,
0: them. I'm, I'm talking about even a little bit after that. You know what I mean? Uh, Like, yeah. Come on, now. All them people that's working, I know somebody got some tattoos showing somewhere. You know what I mean? But that's
1: just everybody tatted. Yeah. uh, The oldest lady out here tatted. Hmm. Your manager tatted from her neck all the way down.
0: Right. Yeah, man. Hey, you guys. What's up? We are back from our little break. All right, Mr. Easy Money. So let's talk about love life and marriage and kids and all that. So are you going to have any more kids? Because I know currently you have five. Yes.
1: I mean, every time I say I'm not having more kids, (laughs) I have more kids. So I'm just going to say like I've been saying lately, whatever God put out there, (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to have. it.
0: And it's so funny because we used to go back and forth. I was like, "You gonna have more kids than me?" He was like, "No, exactly. you gonna have more kids than me." I got four. He got five. I'm I'm done, y'all. I've had the surgery. I'm I can't done. have kids. Look, I,
1: I got three. I'm running through the house right now. I am drained every day. I'm, Imagine, gonna, I'm here every day, twenty four hours. I let mama go to work. I let her get her peace. because I want to sit at home because my, my job is my music. So I'm gonna sit at home with my kids and and do this music thing
0: yeah that's what's up man so what about marriage though like how you feel about marriage
1: me personally at 32 it's time for me to do it i know it is because i got somebody who's been holding me down for like 10 years through the, the good the bad the ugly the everything yeah and i'm talking about everything but she she never quite you know she she stays And you know that's, that's a soul, hard she to come back she's getting the good life she's getting the good life for everything because i know if it wasn't for this person, I, I know I was going to be a better person. This person took me out the hood, showed me a better lifestyle, but then didn't, didn't just show me a better lifestyle. showed me how to make that income and, made me, and showed me how to keep this lifestyle going. Brought me around their parents, brought me around certain family members that live in a certain way that I want to live.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So it, it, it woke me up like I ain't living right. I want to be a street nigga, but that ain't... That, this, technically, this ain't the life. Yeah. <laughs> These folks are like getting on boats, and they traveling to Brazil, and they black. And they driving Lexus and Benzes and stuff, and they good, and they just living life. And I'm just like, yeah, I'm trying to live. And mm-hmm. once, she, once her folks showed me that, I was like, hey, man, I'm doing what I want to do. So I, I came out here to Texas, you know, I had seven years, working hard. Like, I'm really now just diving back into the music, like, because... With me, family first before everything. It's God, family, and then everything else. Mm-hmm. Health, wealth, and then everything else. So it took a long time, you know. But then I just kept sitting back and just realizing, like, music makes me happy. If I'm not doing music, it's like I'm not happy. If if I'm not like if I'm not in it, I I'm not in it any type of way. It's not like people not sending me music to listen to, or if I'm not just listening to music. Like if I'm not just some type of way into it is just like my life ain't right, so I know this is what I'm supposed to be doing. I right. just know it's cert- it's certain thing I'm not willing to do to to live that fame. Like, I just want to make my little music, be a little average rapper from Texas, you know, originate from Milano and tell my story and make music. Because in Texas, you ain't got to do all that. You ain't got to sign no deal. If the mm-hmm. music good, everything falls falling in place in Texas. That's why I love about this state
0: so let me ask you this um if you can get some positive words for um people out there um people that want to um become a rapper or you know start their own business because um i do know and i want you to kind of you know tell people a little bit about your food truck as well too um i know that's something on the side that you um you've been talking about for a while that you've been wanting to do right right
1: like i tell everybody first i'm gonna start with the music first Like, if you want to do this music thing, I'm going to tell you, don't look into no industry. You don't need the industry. The industry needs you. So, do your music. If it's good, you got all these marketing places right now. Facebook, Instagram, SoundCloud. All these people are free marketing for you to get your music out there around the world. And then you just put the work into it. Because one thing about that, you always stay independent, you always stay, you always have your royalties, you always have everything that on, that's on your master's, because you ain't signed to no deal. Once you sign a three, because they ain't doing nothing beside signing three, 360 deal. And a 360 deal is it, it, it's nothing. It's pure hell. Because basically, you signed it for $250,000, they finna work you like a Hebrew slave. And... They're going to pimp you and drain you out your time until you don't want to do music no more. And then when you tired, you can't even quit. Right now, Kanye, people don't know Kanye's on, uh, up, under his, up under his record label. He's up on a 20-year deal. This man can't quit music if he tried to. Mm. And they wonder why he's going crazy and why he's safe. Yeah. The man can't stop this. He can't stop this if he tried to. The man tried to quit music and tried to start sending people, and then they was finna take this man out. They, they put this man in an um, institute, popping with all them pills and stuff to make him get back right how they want him. You see what I'm saying? So I don't want that stuff. Like, the industry world ain't for me. That's what God said to me. Like, you don't want that. So that's why I say stay independent. If you're going to do music, anything, Hollywood, anything, stay independent. That's all. That's it. Yeah. Because you can make the money yourself. You can sell your CDs out your trunk and make more money than the, than the industry. And that's all your profit. You can sell T-shirts with your with your mixtape on it. There's so many ways now that you can just look up stuff. There's so many technology stuff now where you can, you can market yourself now. You don't need the industry. The industry needs you.
0: Yeah. And with the next one is my food truck business, like,
1: that's just something that I know the rap ain't gonna be. You just gotta start thinking of long, long, long money, longevity. I'm thinking about when I get 40, 45 years old, I ain't finna be still out here beatboxing and rapping and jumping around. And I need to be figuring out something right now while I'm stealing my prime. Go ahead, baby, and just, and like, work on that now. And cooking is something that's been in my family for years. So, it just, I had to go with it. It's just my grandma started me last to sit in my grandma's house every day and watch her cook. And she made me. She's told me, she's telling me always, don't never let a woman have to feed you. And she be able to feed her. So, she would always make us come and she cook anything. So, I talked, I came out and texted and I just kept asking God, like, I, what is it? Why am I out here? 'Cause every, every everything that you do in life is a reason, it's a purpose. Oh yeah. So wherever you at in life and wherever you going through, it's a purpose that you dare. You just ain't talking to God. So I kept talking to God, I kept talking to God, and he told me, You ain't you ain't getting it. And I finally got I started flying hot wings out here in Texas, B a small town. I started frying hot wings. In a little small Mexican town where they ain't never had hot wings in their life. And I started just whipping them how We do in Texas, lemon, I mean, in, in Georgia, in Atlanta. Lemon pepper hot and all of that. So at the end of the day, I just took that mindset and kept going with
0: it. Yeah. Yeah, and that's good. And I think people really need to hear that because a lot of people out here, they get very discouraged about what it is that they're supposed to do. They get, you know afraid you know what I'm saying it's like is this really happening you know should I really move left should I move right you know and it's people that they can't really go and talk to because some people they probably can't relate to you know what I'm saying what it is that they're trying to do so
1: it killed me to leave Georgia like I still I fly back every now and then because I'm a I am a Georgian boy but I'm not gonna see no money like I want to see I want to be a millionaire in my life, and I want to leave my family all stable in life where they ain't got to worry about. When they put me 12 feet deep, they don't have to worry about nothing. Yeah.
0: And they
1: got restaurants they got to take care of. They got other stuff they got to worry about. They can't be worried about me. Once they put me down, they shed they tears and they got to get back to work because everybody got on. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's the mindset I'm going in set now. So I'm trying to, I'm, I'm pushing myself. I'm pushing myself right now. Like certain stuff that I have to get up and make myself do in order to keep to see the vision next year.
0: Mm-hmm. But
1: it, it's a lot of reading. It was a lot of reading and standing up and learning about what I need to do to get to that next step. The first thing I did was when, once I got a little money this year through, during this corona situation, instead of splurging and going and buying and crazy stuff, the first thing I did was buy my, bought my business, Spacey Means because that's what I wanted to name my my, my food truck. So it's already bought. It's already in the IRS, stamped and ready to go. So once I buy my truck and get the rolling, we just got to worry about, you know, just getting certified in my little area. Mm -hmm. But I know this is what I want to do. I know when I turn, I'm 32, I got eight years. When I turn 40, the plan is to be walking in the bank with a meal or more.
0: Yeah. And,
1: And you know, Doing. And that's through health and what you know through God, cause you know I don't know what the next eight years of bring, but through God and through health, I just wanna keep going and keep keep going at what I'm doing and like staying focused so I get there. Cause that food truck is coming and it's, gonna, it's coming, you know, oh, the yeah. thing and it same thing I'm gonna be selling my music off my food truck. You see what I'm saying? It's mm-hmm. all about your marketing.
0: All about your marketing. It's all about your marketing, what's up? Well, I appreciate you coming on today with my podcast Um I'm sure there are people out there that'll be able to relate to you, and I'm sure you have motivated somebody today hey. tomorrow whenever they click on this um podcast and listen and I just hope that you know this helps them out and motivate them to continue on, so I really do appreciate you giving me some of your you time gotcha, no. coming on here so we can you know chat it up i definitely that's gotta right. have you come back though so we can talk about the whole supernatural you know that is the long oh
1: yeah um, hey you know Amy, hey, that's our next yeah, one yeah that's gotta be our podcast. next
0: one so i gotta that's a
1: whole that's a whole another that's podcast. a whole another <laughs> podcast right yeah. <laughs> yeah so
0: that's what's up so man like, i appreciate man. you having
1: us on because this is this is helping us out. y'all make sure y'all check me out on all networks easy money e-a-z-y-m-o-n-i that's two eyes because i'm two fly <laughs> you know what i'm saying so y'all make sure y'all go check your boy out on soundcloud all of that instagram facebook get on this wave, man because we be taking off this show and next mm-hmm.
0: show <laughs> thank you my girl I ain't no problem